<laughs> Some night, huh? On this very night, ten years ago, along this same stretch of road, in a dense fog, just like this, I saw the worst accident I ever seen. There was this sound, like a garbage truck, dropped off the Empire State Building. And when they finally pulled the driver's body from the twisted, burning wreck, it looked like this. <laughs> was the worst accident I ever seen. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time uh, zone it is that you're listening to this. Uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of From Beyond the Crypt, a cryptids, creepypastas, and, uh, and urban legends podcast. I am Kyle, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful friend and uh, fellow co-host Teddy. Teddy. Yes. Yes. Hello. Sorry, I derped for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to introduce myself. It happens to uh, the best of us. Yeah, been been a very uh, sleepless week, so I'm I'm kind of slightly out of it. I apologize, guys. No, oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, it's been a uh, it's been quite a uh, it's been quite a week since we last. Uh, I got together. We we got to talk to each other in like a week, so it's been forever, man. I I I've missed you. Yeah, man. It's, <laughs> it's been very fucking lonely without you. I was telling Cece that the other day. I was like, you know, I know Kyle's with his family and stuff, but like, I miss him. I, like, I texted you too. I'm yep. like, I miss your face. Yep. Yeah, it's been it's been. It's been very lonely, like I said. <laughs> yep, it has been. Yeah, but I'm we're not. here. Glad, glad to be back. Yeah, I had a, I had a great time for. Uh, I recently went on vacation, went to the beach with my family. Well, something we always do every year. Uh, Got the, to play golf too, you lucky bastard. Well, well, I didn't get to play like full on eighteen holes real golf. Uh, the the course was was wet. And so uh, we weren't allowed to, like, uh, we weren't able to use a golf cart. Uh, <laughs> I could walk it, but it was really big and really hot and, and humid. So instead, we just went to the driving range that was on the course. And so that's what we did. So Fun stuff. I mean, yeah. that's honestly, like, I, I people say this all the time. They're like, oh, man, you know, I can't believe you went and did 18 holes. 90% of the time, I'm just working on my drive. Yeah. Like, when I'm at a golf course. And the reason why is, like, you got to know how to properly swing. And it's easier to learn on a driving range than it would be to, uh, say, try to do it on a course when every five seconds you're having to stop. Because, you know, a foursome's coming and you have to let them play through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we played some... Uh, uh... I went with my sister and her boyfriend, uh, and uh, I played a couple uh, a, a couple mini golf uh, courses too. That was super fun. 
I suck at putting. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm I'm great at driving. Like I can like freaking like nail balls and stuff like I, I I'm it's very weird. Growing up as a kid, like people compared like the way I swung and like approached the ball to how Adam Sandler does in Happy Gilmore. But I would I wouldn't run up. I just had a very like unique like way of hitting the ball. Yeah. Um It was it was it was fucking it was it was very weird to be called Adam Sandler too. <laughs> yeah. like, so like, I don't know how I feel about that. He puts, but like yeah. I, he puts with like a golf thing. I'm like maybe I should get one of those because I absolutely suck at putting. I'm good at like my like long game and my like mid game. Like, God, when it comes to putting, I just cannot read the fucking greens. I suck at putt putt golf too. <laughs> You'd think I'd be better because, you know, in high school I was on my golf team. But no, no, that was the one thing we didn't necessarily work on. Oh, wow. the short game. Wow. Well, I mean, it, as long as you uh, you get really good at the other aspects, uh, you may not have to worry about putting. I mean, yeah, if you can get a hole on one, you, exactly. you know, you don't have to putt. But that's very, that's very, very hard to do. Very rare, yeah. Yeah, Especially besides, when things are like par three or par four, maybe you could do it. But if it's like a par five hole, yeah, there's no way in hell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, besides uh, getting to golf and just enjoying the beach, uh, you know, just had a good family time. I did have quite an experience with an elevator. That was fucking bullshit. Uh, uh, the, the, we had like elevator problems like almost all week because there's just there's so many people there and like the condo we stay at, it's honestly too big for only two elevators. Like everybody's just constantly uh, going and, and, and coming up and, and going back down and you're just constantly waiting. So, you know, naturally wear and tear is going to tear up, is, is, is going to cause some issues. Well, one elevator that was, that was having issues, uh, a company came in and fixed it or so they said and it worked for about a couple of, it worked for the, the, they came and fixed it that afternoon because both elevators were down at one point during the afternoon and we ended up having to take the stairs and we stay on the 19th floor so i had to take 19 spots of stairs to go Fuck anywhere <laughs> so absolutely yeah absolutely not <laughs> so so yeah so the next morning when, when the elevator was was finally fixed we were you know obviously very relieved so me and my sister and her boyfriend uh when we were gonna go play golf we got on the elevator elevator and uh uh usually the the condo has a a person that they hire who's literally uh, i talked to these people and like i mean i gotta give it to them uh i'm kind of jealous they had the job but at the same time not because i see why uh, they get paid $20 an hour to just stay on the elevator and push the button for people. That's all they have to do. And I was like, well, I wish I could do that. But then I realized what they have to deal with. And so I was like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know about that. But so, so when we go on the elevator, the, the guy pushes the button and it's, everything seems fine. And then all of a sudden we're in a free fall three floors from the 15th from a 19th floor it, 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 it leaves the 19th floor and all of a sudden we're on the 16th and it free fall to the 16th and it stopped and I was like I, I already freaked out as soon as that happened immediately 
So, so then it started going back up. It went, it went up to the penthouse, and then it dropped down to the 15th. And then it went, when it went to the 15th, luckily the doors opened, and as soon as it did, I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm out. Listen, and I took the stairs. <laughs> listen, that, that is just preparing you for Universal. Or excuse me, for your Disney trip, you know, when uh, CC gets you in or whatever. Oh really? Are you for yeah for the Tower of Terror, man? Oh yes, yeah, that's right, Tower of Terror. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. The, the prep, the prep for that, right? Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about Tower of Terror. Uh, I've heard about uh, Tower of Terror, and it seems like something, something, something that I would want to ride. But man, I've experienced the elevator. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, if if you survive that, you can survive Tower of Terror. And well, honestly, I'll... though, I I that is my one fear, and that's why I don't like really elevators, and I can't ride uh, yeah. Tower of Terror for that reason because I'm always afraid of it. Just yeah, giving out and there being a free fall, I hate it. I for sure want to do Haunted Mansion. I, I, I love Haunted Mansion the movie anyway, so of course I want to I want to do the, the the ride at Disney. It's nothing like the movie. I didn't figure so. <laughs> There's no Eddie Murphy in there. How dare they? How, how dare they? What? What? A, really? Like how? How do you do that? How do you have haunted mansion without Eddie Murphy? I know, right? It'd be like having, uh, you know, a Fast and the Furious uh, ride without Vin Diesel <laughs> or Jason Statham. <laughs> or Jason Statham. Oh wait. <laughs> Or or a uh, maybe a certain uh, Hogwarts Express ride without uh, Emma Watson voicing Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am I am appalled at that. <laughs> oh God, but yeah. Anyway, it, it, interesting week. Interesting week. I'm I'm happy to be back though. Uh, I'm glad you survived. I, I am too, obviously. <laughs> But yeah, it'd be, very, uh, it'd be a very lot longer time, a lonely lot longer time. Yeah, if, uh, <laughs> if you did it, <laughs> if I did survive, you're like, you're like, all right, guys. Well, I'm doing the podcast by myself now. <laughs> God, nobody come back then. They'd be like, oh God, nobody wants to hear him talk for fucking two hours. Oh, <laughs> uh, but after uh, after I came back though, there there have has been some good. As for all those, anyone keep it up. I'm sure we've talked about it before on previous episodes. You know, here in September, I am planning to come down there and and uh, and see you and CC and uh, and Cat and all, all the other all the other uh, fr- friends I've made uh, that live there, and uh, we're all going to HHN together and just having a fun a fun weekend together. And uh, uh, it'll be less than two months when this episode drops. Uh, that happens, and I recently did get my HHN tickets, so everything's one hundred percent ready and ready to set and go. I'm just waiting for. Just uh, gotta some, fucking drive your ass on here. down here. That's very true. Yeah, waiting for that ten hour drive. It's gonna be wonderful. How? Uh, let me let me just ask you a real quick question. When you move down, like, how's Gunner gonna get down here? Because that's like a long drive. Yeah, I, I, I assume he's gonna ride with me. I'm just gonna have to. Does your car have working AC? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll uh, be fun. Yeah, 
I figure I'll just have to, uh, I'll have to, you know, stop and make sure he's okay and everything. I know that person is a super nervous Nancy, so. Mm hmm. But yeah, uh, I'm excited for the September trip for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Finally, got to everything's finally coming together. I remember it's been like, I remember like all last year, that's all we talked about, and now we're finally like getting everything ready and it's really becoming real. Oh just, yeah, I'm so excited. That's the way. That's the way it was for like me when uh, Cece and I went to Disney or uh, Disneyland for the first time. Yeah, like when it was like that, like last like month or so beforehand. I literally was like, "Is it here yet? Is it here yet? Is it here yet? Is it here yet? Is it here yet?" <laughs> I just need it. I need it. I need it. I'm just counting down the days. I'm I'm actually looking forward to the drive. It's ten hours. But I'm actually looking forward to it just because I know it's because I'm going to be driving there. That's why. I, uh, that's what's going to get me through it. <laughs> Listen, man, just just keep track of those days. It's going to be the easiest thing to get you through. You're going to be like only so many more days left, and he's only that's so true. many more days left. Only so many more days left. I get to finally sip on butterbeer. I cannot wait. Oh yeah, I had butter beer the other day, and honestly, though it's it didn't it didn't hit like I thought it would. Oh, how dare you! Don't 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 say that. No, it's because <laughs> normally, so normally when I go, I get the regular butter beer because if it's not hot yeah. out enough to to warrant the frozen butter beer, uh, yeah, I, I can't have too cold stuff. Gotcha. Um, See, everybody's told me to get the frozen butter beer. They said it's the best. Yeah, that's. That's main ninety percent of that's because it's 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 Florida's heat, yeah, and it melts quicker. Yeah, but how regular butter beer is also good. It, in my opinion, it is if you mix the uh, the the whipped cream filling that they give you on top of it. Okay, okay. I just want you know. Whatever, as close as it's going to be to an experience of sitting in the three broom sticks and, and well, you, you, drinking butter beer, you can, <laughs> you can sit in the three broom sticks. But you that's have, that's right. Yeah. You have to order food there as well. Ugh, I don't know about that. Because it's a full, it's like a restaurant. In the yeah, I, I figured so. Yeah, that's awesome. Gotta keep waiting. Like my Harry Potter nerd is gonna no, we, shine. You're you're gonna me. cry when you go to Diagon Alley and you see the dragon. <laughs> oh yeah i've seen the vlog videos on it it looks i, I i'm like in i'm like just amazed by how accurate it looks and everything looks it is super hot when that dragon goes off <laughs> i mean i i mean i mean you know me we're gonna be on our way to diagon alley but i'm gonna uh i'm gonna end up going to nocturne alley being a dark wizard. Oh, you're gonna be an edge lord and hide out. <laughs> we'll go to Nocturne Alley. You're but like, yeah. eh. Diagon Alley's great and all, but it's too preppy for my tastes. I like Diagon <laughs> Alley where the darkness matches my soul. Exactly. Exactly. God. Oh man, I can't. <laughs> I can't wait. There's just so much fun stuff we're gonna be doing that weekend. Just yeah, so many great. Times. Get ready. Get get ready for not much sleep either. Oh, I didn't figure so. Yeah. 
because it's, uh, it's going to be fun. Doing all that, playing uh, playing Beyblades with you, beating you at Mario Kart, uh, going to eat at... Uh, Did you just say beat at, me at Mario Kart? I don't think... I don't, I don't remember if I said that. We might have to rewind that. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> eating at that restaurant that cat's been telling me about. Izzy Bon? Um, yeah, Easy Bond, yeah. Yeah, the all-you-can-eat uh, Korean barbecue uh, place. I can't wait. I can't wait. Listen, if you beat me at Mario Kart, just know I'm going to absolutely destroy you and Beyblades, and that's going to make up for that. <laughs> I mean, that was a given anyway. <laughs> I don't play <laughs> Beyblades, so... <laughs> I'm going to bring my Beyblades with us to the hotel. <laughs> yes. Just bring it out, set it by a pool, and it's like... <clears throat> In the middle of the thing, people are trying to sleep. It's like, three, two, one, let it rip really loudly. <laughs> and just hear clink, 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 clink in the Beyblades late at night. Oh my god, there is a game where it's two giant crabs that fight each other. Oh, well. Sorry, yeah. I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just a lot of fun stuff to look forward to. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a fun time. You know, obviously... You know, like you said, you know, it's been something that everybody's been putting a lot of work into. I know Isaiah's also super excited, you know, to yep. come down. We're excited to see him as well. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun trip. Uh, anything anything, uh, anything you're looking forward to uh, or want to talk about before we get into it? Um, I mean, not really. I mean. I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I'm a little high right now. <laughs> so my brain is like squirrel every five seconds. <laughs> this is going to be fun trying to get through uh, my portion of it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's a little, little stuff here and there uh, uh, letting everybody know what we're up to and what we have looking forward to later on, but uh, that's not why our base here. Uh, today is uh, another uh, cryptid-centered uh, episode. We're doing our cryptids A to Z yep. uh, series. What? I, I was saying, yep. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're doing our cryptids A to Z series, and we're on B now. And uh, Teddy is doing the bunny up. Right? Yes. Yeah, the bunny up, and I am going to be doing the Bear Lake Monster. Yours sounds fancy, and then mine sounds really weird. But it's yeah. it's great because it makes sense as to why it sounds different. I'm not making fun of the name of it or anything, yeah. but it's just because it comes from Australia. Yeah, so everything down there is weirdly named. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, you know, it's fun doing the the cryptid. The cryptid is always uh, super fun and. Uh, we didn't talk about it before, but we're on episode five, Teddy. Yes, yes. Five whole episodes of people listening to us just be absolute buffoons. Mainly me. Mainly me. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, no, we're powering through them, man. Next thing well, you know, well, we're going to be at like it. one year or 100 episodes, whichever comes first. Probably the one uh, 100 ep- or one year mark. Sorry. Yeah. Math is hard. <laughs> Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. But yeah, it's been it's, fun. It's, it's 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 nice. We get to talk about things that we're interested in, and we get to share ghost stories with each other. So you know, it's always a good time. Exactly. Always, a, always, always a great time. But yeah. Uh, so uh, 
Teddy's going to start us off tonight, and we're uh, Teddy. You're talking about a bunny yip, right? Yes. So the bunny yip, uh, for those who may not know, is a creature that came from uh, Australia's Aborigine people. Um, that's where it started, and then you know when the Europeans, you know, colonized, quote unquote. Uh, they they kind of you know culturally appropriated that story as well in a not so pc way um but uh yeah it's it's got a little bit of stuff from the past um i'm gonna be going over that in just a second but it also is cool because it ties into one of my favorite things um which i will be getting into also um but like I said, the the bunny ip is a creature from uh, Australians aborigin uh, aboriginal, I believe the word is uh, mythology. Um, it was known to hang out in swamps, billabongs, creeks, riverbeds, and waterholes. Um, it was a part of the traditional aboriginal beliefs, and its name kind of changed around uh, based off of like what tribe you were in. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, so the, 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 sorry, I got distracted for a second, um, but ultimately, <laughs> what I was looking for was, um, where the name Bunny Yip actually came from, and it was actually traced back to the, uh, and I do apologize if I mispronounce this, the Wemba Wemba, um, or Wergaya language, um, which was found specifically in the Aboriginal people, which were in Victoria, which is in like, so, I think it's southeastern Australia. Um, the word actually translates today into like devil or evil spirit. Um, although, like this, this translation of it may not actually be like fully accurately translated, I guess. Um, we're just using, like, I guess the best translation we have at the time. Think of it like the name or the, the, the terminology was given to us by, like, Google Translates, you know? It, it, it generally yeah. understands it, but, like, it doesn't take in context, like, grammar or anything like that. Um, so the descriptions of bunny yips, you know, they were wildly different uh depending on um where you heard the story of it um but apparently it used to terrorize the the, the people in fiery creek which is near Arat, victoria um the first ever attack actually was published in 1851 and it was apparently reported that the bunny yip um, was killed because uh, it attacked an aborigine person and they stabbed him and they came to their wounds, I guess. Um, so, like, after that attack, uh, the aborigines at the time would try to make their way back over there and try to, like, recreate what they thought the beast looked like based off of, like, drawings in the sand i guess um but they were never really like 
sure on it. They just went basically off of the description that it was about 11 paces long and 4 paces in extreme breadth. So, that could mean literally anything. Yeah. Um, apparently, that, that outline image that they did actually doesn't exist anymore. Like, apparently, oh, wow. it, it eventually, like, disappeared. Yeah. Um, apparently... Which is to be figured. Yeah. To, you know, nature reclaims everything. You know, things could rain. You know, areas that may yeah. be deserts now may not be in the future or vice versa. Um, so it makes sense that it would eventually fade, but like that kind of sucks because like I, I feel like that'd be very cool to see. Um, but uh, in the process of like you know the the 1850s around that area where there was an uh, attack, so um, it was all documented, I guess. And there was an author named Robert Rose Smith. Uh, he wrote a book called The Aborigines of Victoria. And he, in that, um, while talking about uh, the Aborigines and their beliefs or whatever, he devoted a 10 whole pages to uh, the bunny Ip. Um In it, he concluded that, uh, that the Aborigines, like had little to no like reference as to like what was what it looked like uh how big it was what are its you know what were the habits of the creature um basically it appeared that like they saw something they were instantly scared of it and they ran away um i have to give you of course the abridged version of it because this person was not very uh respectful on how he addressed them so I, yeah. I don't feel like giving his like bigotry any kind of weight i'll just yeah. paraphrase what he said um but you know the bunny ips they've been presumably seen by witnesses uh they fit in the most one of two categories um 60 of them resemble either a seal or a swimming dog and then 20% of it are long neck creatures with small heads. Anybody else that they asked about it, they gave something super ambiguous and like nonsensical, I guess. So they yeah. kind of discarded that, that percentage of it. Um, the seal dog yeah. variety was apparently between four to six feet long with shaggy black fur or a brown coat. Um, they had rounded heads like a bulldog, prominent ears, no tails, and whiskers like a seal would. Um, the long neck variety was allegedly between 5 and 15 feet long, and it's said to have black and brown fur as well, large ears, small tusks, and a head like a horse or emu. How you go from the, either a horse or an emu... Considering yeah, they don't look anything alike. Yeah, that's quite a wide range there. Somebody was just like, ah, an emu. It's scary. That's a buddy. Yeah. Yeah, looking at the pictures that I've see that I'm seeing there's some that look similar and have like a similar design I can see. And then there's some that are just really out there. Yeah. That look 
re- not remotely anything like any of the others. Yeah. Like there is, and I'm wondering which ones it closely resembles. There's one that legitimately looks like it could be created by Dr. Seuss. Yeah. This is like wiggly. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what the heck? And then one looks like a saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. One looks, I don't know, like a hippo, but not really a hippo. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get I'll get to that 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 description yeah. of it because it ties into like my favorite thing. But um, basically, those are the the two major versions of it. Um, now the one that was like the one that looked like a dog with a no ears. Um, they were known to like attack people. They were the ones that would like pull people under stuff of that nature. Um. Whereas the more long-necked ones would, like, feed on, like, crayfish and stuff like that. You know, it was, like, non-threatening, I guess? Yeah. Um, basically, uh, I want to say there was a major debate of, like, the origins of it. Like I said, um a lot of this comes through the eyes of history of England colonizing the world. So we have to take it with a grain of salt because there are documents that trace it back to Aborigines. However, there's also supporting evidence that it could be, could have been discovered by the Europeans. Um, Okay. Because there were early accounts from the European quote unquote settlers um, during I think it was the time of like 1818, somewhere around there. Um, that yeah. was the first recorded like European settlers talking about the bunny. Um, <laughs> and basically there was like a lot of belief that like they learned about it from like the Aborigines um, as if they were on like first name terms with the Aborigines, which I know they weren't. Um, but like a lot of people at first, they were like, is this a hippo? Is this a manatee? Um, in 1818, like I said, that was where, uh, Hamilton Hume and James Meehan found some large bones at Lake, uh, Bathurst in New South Wales. Um, they didn't know what they were looking at, um, that's why they thought it maybe was a hippopotamus or a manatee, but they, they're just like, yeah, that's a bunny yip, you know, because they couldn't figure out what the hell it was. Um, basically, the, the Philosophical Society of Australia later ordered to, uh, offered, sorry, uh, to reimburse him for all costs incurred in, you know, getting that. But he was like, nah, I'm never going back there. So, uh, yeah. Um, he w- they were not sure whether or not his story was believable at that time just because he absolutely refused to go back um, in 1830 uh, there was fossils found in Wellington Caves um, which was mo- way more significant I guess in, in their th- words uh, specifically saying they found fossilized bones, some quadrupled much longer, or much larger, excuse me, than the size of an ox or a buffalo. 
So this was like a very, very big thing. Um, yeah. They were like, oh my god, this is proof it exists, and maybe they were bigger than we thought they were. Um, you know, this was discovered by George Rankin and later Thomas Mitchell. Um, apparently a fucking uh, a reverend was like, oh yeah, this is 100% like proof of like the flood in god's bible and they were like maybe maybe not yeah <laughs> this, guy, this, guy, <laughs> this guy was like oh man we found these huge ass bones and he was like yeah see god i told you god existed i told you the flood existed yeah that, that's, that's how that works yeah fucking crazy people when they do shit like that like don't get me wrong i you know, I, I'm not going to slander anybody's religion, but like when people act like that, you yeah. know, like they're not trying to preach their religion. They're trying to be right about something. Um, so there were just like on and off sightings uh, from then until about like 1846, um, in which... Uh, a peculiar s skull was found by a settler on the banks of, oh, Jesus Christ, uh, Murumbiji River in near Ballarinald, uh, <laughs> New South Wales. I do apologize, guys, if I brutalize names. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very hard for me to pronounce some words due to like my stammer um so basically the initial reports of this skull uh was like we've never seen this before science has never seen this before um he said uh the person who found it said all the natives to whom it was showed to called it a bunny yip um and this is by July 1847. Several experts, including W.S. Uh, McLee and Professor Owen, had identified the skull as a deformed, fatal skull of a fowl or a calf. And at the same time, that purport, that bunny ips, the purported bunny ips skull was being put on display in the Australian Museum. So all these people flocked in. All these people saw it. And they were like, yeah, no, let's pull it. Because that's not a bunny yip. It's either a cow or a chicken. <laughs> Which is nuts. Um, and then there was another in 1852. Uh, another sighting by an escaped convict named William Buckley. Um... He, he kept, I guess, a biography he wrote of himself living with the Watharong people for about 30 years. Um, he said in his 1852 account records, he says, In Lake Mundwari, as well as in most of the other islands, is a very extraordinary amphibious animal which the natives call bunny yip. Buckley account suggests that he saw such creature on several occasions. He also added 
I could never see any part of it except for the back, which appeared to be covered with feathers of a dusky gray color. It seemed to be about the size of a full-grown calf. I would have never learned of it about any of the natives had it seen the tail or anything like that. Um, he said that the creature was very common in the Barwon River. And um, he cites an example, I guess, of an aborigine woman who was killed by one of them. Um, and he was like... Yeah, see, this is this is this is accurate that this person that this bunny up has supernatural powers because it killed this one woman and you can never see it like fully. Um, then there were like you know sightings and drawings that appeared in nineteen or eighteen fifty seven. Um, some people described it looking like a platypus with a gl glossy black fur. Um, basically just same confused reports like nobody could really land on uh, what the actual image of it is but apparently it's taken off majorly in pop culture and it's been written uh, oh my god get, get ready for some of this stuff for, uh, <laughs> so there was a newspaper named after it in 1863. Then there was a house called the House of the Gentle Bunny Yip that was built in 1860s, which was located in Clifton Hills, Victoria. It is now uh, low-income housing. Uh, hold on. One second, guys. My argument. Sorry, my uh, my mic was being weird. I disconnected. Um, basically, from there, uh, it was written about several times in the eighteen or the nineteenth century and the early twentieth century. Um, one of the the first like earliest known stories about it was in Andrew Lang's The Brown Fairy Book, which came out in nineteen o four. Um. Australian author Colin Thaley wrote Gloop the Gloomy Bunny Yip, which was an illustrated children's book that got published in 1962. Um, uh, the character Alexander Bunny Yip was created by children's author Michael Salmon, and he first appeared in a book called The Monster That Ate the Canberra. And he apparently was a reoccurring character and even got a live action uh, TV series over there called Alexander Bunny Yip's Billabong. Oh, wow. There was a statue of Alexander Bunny Yip that was installed in front of the Gungalin Library in 2011. Uh, there was uh, public artwork that was displayed um, and uh, commissioned by the ACT government um, that they made an artwork called A is for Alexander B is for Bunny Yip and C is for Canberra <laughs> in 1916 there was a ragtime musical comedy called Bunny Yip or known by its longer title The Enchantment of the Fairy Princess Wa uh, Waddle Blossom <laughs> 
written in by oh Elzir Campbell. And it toured nine venues in three states for a year with Fuller Brothers Theater Circuit. The music was supplied by a number of Australian stage personalities, including Vince Courtney, Herbert DePena, Fred Monument, and James Kendis. Uh, there was a whole another wave of it uh, that came through in the 70s. So, in 1972, someone created a coined-operated bunny yip. Uh, it was published in another children's book in 1973 called The Bunny Yip of Berkeley's Creek. In 1977, the film Dot and the Kangaroo contains a song called The Bunny Yip, a.k.a. Bunny Yip Moon. Um, in 1982, there was another children's book called The Ballad of the Blue Lake Bunny Yip. 1996, Australian children's author Jackie French wrote several Bunny Yip tales including the short story Bunny Yip's GIF, collected in the mind anthology Mind's Eye. Uh, and there was an episode of The Silver Brumby, which featured a friendly prank playing Bunny Yip uh, in 1986. Oh, it jumps around in times. Wow, good job, Wikipedia. <laughs> it goes from 1996 to 1986. Um, apparently there was a film called Frog Dreaming that centers around the search for a bunny yip called Donkey Donkey <laughs> Donkey Jin. Oh my it's god. D-O-N-K-E-G-I-N. It could be Gin, but um Apparently there was a movie in twenty sixteen by an independent Australian film studio called red billabong it tells the story about two estranged brothers who find themselves stalked by the bunny yip Ooh. um uh, there a long long list of like great like things but this is my favorite it won 2019 it was hinted and talked about as one of the titans that was being monitored by the monarch uh, organization in the movie Godzilla King of Monsters. So the bunny yip in one of the images they actually have on Wikipedia is legitimately like what they, the design that they used for a bunny yip. It's fucking great that it's in a Godzilla movie and I'm just That's dying. Great. And it's funny because like when they show it, it says uh, Titan Bunny Yip is heading towards like the Great Barrier Reef. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, oh, they're going towards the Great Barrier Reef. Maybe that's going to maybe they're going to be in the next one. And I'm just like, I, 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 I love this. I love this. This is something that I get to talk about that I'm super passionate about. If anybody knows like knows me personally, they will tell you I'm a massive Godzilla fan. And Kaiju in general. Um, my love first started with Power Rangers, but uh, then came the Godzilla movies. The, the, the old school, I want to say 60s, 70s, 80s Toho movies. Um, 
then obviously when Legendary brought out the new Godzilla movies, of course I had to go see them. Godzilla King of Monsters is a fantastic movie. Um, oh, yeah. So I actually did catch that that little thing because it was at the end of the movie when they were going through various like other kaiju that can exist that kind of sets up the whole uh, Godzilla versus Kong movie. Um, I remember the bunny being one of those names that they mentioned on there. So it was very cool to actually see it confirmed when I was on this Wikipedia page that I I actually did read that right. But it's kind of cool that, like, it went from, like, such a tale about, like, this, like, scary creature that, like, attacks things. And to be fair, it could be still a scary creature that attacked things and maybe it's getting whitewashed. But it's kind of funny how it went from, like, this, like, huge scary creature to being, like, artwork for like a, a city you know yeah like not many places like embrace their like cryptids like that i can't even say west virginia is that embracing of mothman you know like the the, yeah. the government in this town felt that this had enough weight to go you know what this is our history we're honoring this shit with a giant sculpture in the middle of our town <laughs> I mean, Mothman has uh, has a, a sculpture. In oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's really awesome though. But like, not 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 many other places like are like that devout about like their their like cryptids. So I thought that was pretty cool that they have this statue. And if you actually go on Wikipedia, you can actually see the artwork there. They gave him overalls. He's got little suspenders. He's just, he got like a, he looks like he's, um, they're known to be kind of like wanderers. So like, he's got like one of those like hobo packs, which is basically like the handkerchief that's like rolled up and wrapped around like a stick and you know how they carry it on their back. It's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> That's great. He has his own fan so, art. So yeah, that, well, that's not even fan art. That's like legitimate, like the statue. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is yeah. The, this is the statue in in the city. Like if if you like zoom in, you'll see like he's wearing like pants that are being held up by suspenders. He's holding a little pack, and he looks like he has like a. I can't tell if that's his ears or he looks like he's wearing a hat. But that sounds like the illegitimate artwork for it. <laughs> That's I love wonderful. it. It's bronze. It's made out of entirely of bronze. Ah oh, man, so yeah, that's the bunny. Yep, yeah, man. It. It it has a the, the people over there love the bunny. Yeah. That is the one thing that, like, doing all this research, I've absolutely learned is they love this thing to death. Like, they put him in video games, he was in songs, <laughs> they did a musical about him. Like I said, they made the, awesome. the bronze statue about him. Like, he's in Godzilla. Like, uh, they, they really love this to the point where even, like, you know, Hollywood took notice of how much they love the bunny. So I think that's, that's pretty cool. I was really 
really happy to do research on this one. So yeah, that's the bunny up, guys. Really and you hear Gunner in the background. He's like, yeah, bunny up. Yeah. Clinging, clinging around. Yeah, the bunny up sounds... Uh, it was it was very interesting. I, I think this is the first time I honestly ever heard of the bunny up. So. I, I, like I said, I saw it before when I saw the Godzilla movie, and I didn't really understand what it was. But then, like, doing research into it, and I was like, oh, that's really cool that they did that that they took knowledge of how much uh like you know uh this area in victoria like absolutely embraces this creature and they turned it into a larger than life uh kaiju so you know that, that was pretty dope let's hear about yours though yeah. man you ready for yours gunner yeah, is ready for yours i hear him over there clanking gunner gunner is ready he's he super ready <laughs> all right yeah yeah, so, so, so uh, Teddy just told us about the bunny yip, and I have the Bear Lake Monster, uh, which is located uh, near Bear Lake, obviously, that is uh, near the Utah-Idaho border. Oh, boy, is he but, a Mormon? <laughs> but uh, the Bear Lake Monster actually has another name, uh uh, Bear Lake Monster's other name is, is Isabella. And, Isabella? Uh, Isabella, yeah. You know, how, how, you know, the Loch Ness Monster's Nessie, and, you know, there's other creatures that have little names there. Well, the Bear Lake Monster is called Isabella, and the reason is, is because there was a... I just had it. There was a... I just had it pulled up. It, it was basically a contest in uh, within the community where during the Garden City's annual Raz, Raspberry Days Festival in 96, uh, Chairwoman Ann Rex organized a contest wherein local elementary school children vied to name a monster that, that everybody had always heard about. And they wanted to see what kind of feeling people in the community had about her or him. And uh, they said that most of the people in the community referred to the monster as a she. So when they were choosing the names, almost every one of the names were happy names. There was nothing, anything really scary. And they ended up, uh, out of 150 names submitted, they ended up uh, choosing one that was submitted by eight-year-old Amanda Price and her submission was Isabella and that's what I went with and so uh, the Bear Lake Monster is also called Isabella but uh, it, looking at like a picture of, of the Bear Lake Monster or Isabella whatever you want to call her uh, honestly to me it honestly just looks like an alligator. Like, I don't... That's what it looks like. It, it, I don't really see anything that different. I mean, it obviously don't look exactly like an alligator, but but that's just, it's, it, it closely resembles an alligator. But, uh... 
not all the descriptions of, uh, of people who have seen it have uh, have all agreed on, on just one uh, description. People have like many numerous conflicting uh, descriptions. Uh, most of them, uh, most of the, the main ones, though, like I said, uh, resembles more of a alligator-like creature with legs, but they're about 18 inches long uh, on each side and everything, and it ke- and apparently it goes up to about 30 feet, and it's more of a light cream greenish color. That's what the that's what most of the sightings that seem to to, to match up uh, seem to be. But oh, I'll get into the the history of it. So the history of it begins in eighteen eighty in eighteen sixty eight. There was an article in the in the Tesseret News, which is a newspaper that is published in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, Utah. Utah. Yeah, you haw, yeah. I thought that there. When you're a Mormon, Utah. but you're also a cowboy. You haw. You yeah. But uh, the newspaper announced that Native Americans have a tradition concerning a strange serpent like creature inhabiting the waters of Bear Lake. Now it seems this water devil, as the Native Americans called it, has, has again made an appearance. A number of settlers declare they have seen it with their own eyes. This Bear Lake monster, they now call it, causing a great deal of excitement up here. And then the That's Arthur shit to do in Salt Lake City. <laughs> and the Arthur of that was Joseph C. Rich. He went on <laughs> Joseph yeah. C. Rich. Yeah, yeah. He, he he went on to relate several sightings of the creature in recent times. The, the article created a stir in Salt Lake City, and within a month, a new staff member uh, quizzed many Bear Lake people and found hardly a person who doubted it. Wow. I'm just yeah. still dying. <laughs> Get him, Gunner. Oh, God. Get him. <laughs> the, uh, it, it's, funny, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Mormons, because the Church of Latter-day Saint of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints leaders took an interest in the, in the monster. And when they visited the area on preaching tours, took the opportunity... Hold on one second. Gunner! I can't believe... I I, I can honestly right. believe it, though, because, I mean, the fucking Church of Latter-day Saints, and again, no disrespect <laughs> to anybody's religions, but I know some of the shit that the Latter-day Saints believe is, like, off the fucking wall. Oh yeah, oh, I've had friends who were. Oh, I just every, everything I know I learned from Book of Mormon. You know, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> I had friends who were also Latter Day Saints. Yeah, they told me all kinds of crazy stuff. I was like, wow. But yeah, uh, so so the Latter Day Saint uh, Church leaders took an interest in the monster, and they would visit the area on preaching tours. Uh, they took the opportunity to speak firsthand with the residents of the region, and they stated that they had a conversation with Brother Charles C. Rich and other brethren from the Bear Lake Valley, uh, a valley respecting the monster which had been seen in the lake. And they found that they declared that the testimony they had been given 
by so many individuals who have seen the creature in so many places under, under a variety of circumstances that the locals consider the story to be indisputable. A Deseret News continued to publish articles about the monster skeptically at times and defensively at others, while other local newspapers turned to attack the stories of a water devil. The Salt Lake Tribune even went uh, as far as to quip that the monster was a twin brother to the devil and cousin to Brigham Young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is already already wild. So the articles about the Bear Lake Monster continued to appear over the next several years, either, either reciting new sightings of the Bear Lake Monster, as well as similar creatures in other rivers and lakes in the Utah Territory, or calling the sightings into question. The number of alleged appearances of lake monsters all across northern Utah caused some people to speculate that there was an underground channel connecting the Great Salt Lake and other waterways to Bear Lake. Interest was high enough, high enough that at one point even the Latterdale, the, the Latter-day Saint uh, Church president of Brigham Young decided to investigate the claims to find out whether the story was an honest tale of a serpent or only a fish story, and went as far as sending a large rope to Paris, Idaho to aid in capturing the monster. Wow. He's like, yes, we need to determine if these creatures are real. You guys go do that. Here's some fucking goddamn yarn. Yeah, right. Only fucking Brigham Young would say that shit. This is fucking wild. But uh, Young was the only person interested in capturing the creature. One local resident proposed using a large baited hook attached to a 20-foot cable and 300 yards of one-inch rope. At the end of each was to be a large buoy with a, a flagstaff inserted it in an anchor to keep it in a per, uh, perpendicular position. From the buoy, uh, 100 yards of three-quarter inch rope was to be extended to a tree on shore. When captured, it, ho- uh, it was hoped that the monster could be exploited for its wondrous propor- proportions for, the, for show business in competition with the famous B.T. Barnum. They said- Fuck Barnum and Bailey. We're going to take those motherfuckers yeah. down. We got ourselves a fucking goddamn <laughs> creature. And it's going to fucking shut all yeah. those real animals down. But, and here comes the here comes the sad part. Uh, interest eventually died down in the subject of the Bear Lake Monster. And phenomenon faded from public memory. 26 years after follow, uh, following the, the uh, pub, following the articles and allegations published by Joseph C. Rich, he finally admitted that it had all been a wonderful first-class lie. I had told you that it was a lie the minute you fucking told me his name was Joseph C. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> but here's the interesting part. After Joseph C. Rich admitted that it was a lie, there has been... More sightings, and here are, and, and here's what we're going to get into more of the sightings after he admitted that it was a lie. Sightings of the of the monster continued even after Rich admitted that he fabricated the original sightings as a hoax. Uh, in 1907, a letter was published in Logan, Utah newspaper, claiming that two men who had seen the Bear Lake uh, monster attack their camp and kill one of their horses. 
A four-year-old claimed to see it in 1937, and a Boy Scout leader spoke of seeing it in 1946. The last reported sighting of the monster was in June of 2002, when Bear Lake business owner Brian Hershey claims to have seen a monster. The monster has become part of local folklore, partly due to sporadic sightings and partly in jest. For years, a Bear Lake monster boat, a tourist boat shaped to look like a Green Lake monster, offered a 45-minute scenic cruise of Bear Lake with folk, folklore storytelling. Another self-parody that the locals have done is to fill a float in the Garden City, Utah Raspberry a Raspberry Days Parade with local children and label it the the real Bear Lake monster. <laughs> they said the fucking real monster in these goddamn kids. <laughs> yeah. On uh, on another occasion during the 1996 Raspberry Days, uh, in, in, this is where the there was a competition organized, and this is where they the eight year old girl named the Bear Lake monster uh, Isabella. So. You know, you know, like I said, uh, I explained like what are like honestly to me like an alligator, but like way bigger and a little bit different. So the last recorded sighting, uh, as modern day wise, would be two thousand two. Now that's for this to have sightings all the way from when this guy lied and said that. He saw it in 1868, but to have all the way up to 2002? Either I mean, a broken clock is er- right twice uh, twice a day. Yeah, either like he was he was really lying, there really wasn't anything, and everybody Still else was just seeing them. things. Or, yeah, or maybe because of the stuff dying down, he just wanted to say, "Oh, well, it was all a lie." Uh, he probably got he probably got tired uh, of people harassing him about it, kind of thing. You know, when somebody yeah. like constantly asks you the same fucking question over and over again, you would just tell them fucking anything so they'd leave you the fuck alone. Yeah, but, like, come on, his name was Joseph C. Ridge. That is the fakest fucking sounding name ever. Right, that and then. They stated that they had a conversation with their brother, Charles C. Rich. The dude's name changed. And then he changed yeah. it back. And they they thought that he was twin brothers to well, the fucking devil. Fucking Brigham Young's brother. Her fucking was he as Brigham Young's cousin? cousin? Yeah. What Oh yeah. my god, Brigham Young is off the wall, man. He's crazy. Him and Joseph it's Smith. Insane like, story. They, they believe I just, the next level shit right there. Yeah. I just love that at the start of this, you mentioned, you joked about Mormons being evolved, and they literally yeah, I, were I, fucking I involved. Know, I did not know how deep <laughs> they were. I just figured because Utah. I didn't know the fucking yep, no, church no, no, no. has its own like scientific investigators and shit. Yeah, the church has got their own, own cryptid department. Oh, you know that? Apparently, <laughs> they're like, you know what? We don't believe that, you know, uh, people of color should be in our church, but god damn it, do we believe in this creature? <laughs> oh, man, they're fucking start- nutty. They're a nutty group of people. 
<laughs> you start mentioning the Bear Lake monster, and all of a sudden, instead of the men in black, uh, yeah. show up at your door. <laughs> show up with their white, their white shirt, and their their yeah. black pants, and their black tie, and just knock on the door. Yeah. Hi, do you have a moment to talk about the Bear Lake? Most, oh, what don't, about our don't, the, the Church of Latter Day Saints? Well, if you, have, if you have any questions, you can direct them to the Church of Latter Day Saints. We meet every Sunday. Wait, what? <laughs> oh man, that's that's yeah. crazy. I was I, I yeah, some of so. the, some of these sightings though, like even though like maybe the one person like they themselves didn't see it maybe they like told their friend's story or something um or just yeah. passed along in that sense they threw the longest hail mary and like it looks like they you know based off of all the sightings it, it seems like there's credibility behind it yeah and uh, there's been numerous like documentaries made like uh you can go to YouTube and there's there's a documentary called In Search of the Bear Lake Monster. The Bear Lake Monster was featured on an episode of Lost Tapes, which is for, which was a series on Animal Planet. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, there's just all kinds of things. Even up to I think from right now looking at there's a there's a documentary called The Legend of the Bear oh, Lake Joseph Monster. Joseph C. Rich was a Mormon. Okay, yeah, he was a Mormon yeah. colonizer. Wow. What a great guy. Wow. Gotta love colonizers. <laughs> there's there's a filmmaker who is actually looking to bring the legend of the Bear Lake Monster to the big screen. And and that was as early as twenty twenty. And in twenty nineteen a uh there was a new documentary uh, uh about to be made. That's cool. Uh, I do have to do a bit of housekeeping, so I actually digged further in, and the Mormons, the Latter-day Saints Church, apparently, when they said they had a conversation with Brother Charles C. Rich, Charles C. Rich was Joseph uh, C. Rich's father, apparently. Yeah. Oh, wow. A little bit of research. Apparently, also, Joseph C. Rich was also apparently an Idaho state politician and a judge. Well. Quite an accomplished life there, you liar. This just keeps getting... He, went, he, went, he, 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 he held on to that lie for 20 plus six, uh, 26 years, or was, right? That, that he claimed that it was a lie. Or whatever, and then he went into the perfect job after that, where he could lie on a day-to-day basis, being a politician. <laughs> he, he was just. Who He's knew? like, wow, he this, just, is, uh, this I, I managed to make this lie last for 20, 26 years. Hell yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be a politician. He was just getting work experience That's on the job doing. training. Yeah, on the job training. Yeah, he went in and asked him, you know, oh, why do you want to be a politician? What experience do you have? And he's like, well, a lot about the Bear Lake Monster for 26 years. They're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, fuck it, you're hired. Uh, like, wait, wait, what do you mean you lied about it? We have a whole fucking festival to this damn thing. 
Oh my god, I can't believe that. Oh, good shit. But, but yeah, that's the I like monster. that, man. Um, it, it's pretty interesting, but like, like I said, it, it honestly just looks like an alligator. It really don't seem. I was trying to find any light. pictures I could like look up on this, and it didn't really come up with much. Hold on. Yeah, I'll send you one. It looks literally just like an alligator. Send it to you on Facebook. Oh, it actually looks like a dinosaur. Like, there's a dinosaur. Well, I mean, alligators no, 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 I'm look saying like dinosaurs, specifically, so. a lot of the ones that I'm seeing drawn actually look like they're like a, a plesiosaurus, I think. The one that, like, f swims underwater as well. Yeah. Not the kind that, like, jumped out and ate that, like, giant-ass whale in, like, Jurassic World, but, like... Yeah. Neuropleurodon, maybe? I don't know. Anyways. But, yeah. That's, that's what it's like. Uh, so, yeah, that was our... That was, that was our cryptids A to Z B So, uh, we gotta ask... And this time I'll ask you first. We gotta... Um, We'll, we'll we'll do yeah. it. We'll do well, yeah. we'll do bunny at first, and then we'll uh we'll do uh, the bear like monster in our views. So I'm gonna ask you. Yeah. How many uh, yeah. how many? Crypt, yeah, yeah the cryptometer. Crypto how many uh cryptos are you getting off that one? Ooh. Off the bunny yet? Uh. Probably three. Let's do three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm gonna say three and a half. The three reason being, okay. uh, my main like issue with it is how varied the the descriptions are of it. Like, there's, like, entirely yeah. three different schools of thought as to what the creature looks like, and the way that they honor it also is, like, a yeah. cartoonized version that doesn't fit that description either. Okay, now for uh, the Bear Lake Monster. Bear Lake Monster. Uh, this one's tough. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna go with four. I originally thought I was gonna go lower, but I don't know, just I know he said that he made it up, but just the fact that it went all the way from like the early 1900s to people seeing it to 2002, not everybody's gonna just sit there and lie and yeah. make up something like. There, there has to be something that these people are seeing. So, so I'm gonna yeah, go with four. I think four as well. Um, honestly, I, I, I can't state this enough, but I think this guy threw the longest fucking hail mary, and somebody actually happened to catch it. He was like, "Yeah, a fucking I made this up." Ha 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 ha. And then somebody's like, "Actually, no, I just saw that thing that, you know." you mentioned it it's not fake in in 2002 yeah. is crazy 
That's why I honestly think that's like, what makes it more believable than amazing. money is because of how recent it has and how like consistent yeah. the descriptions and, are. And even it. till this Yeah, even till this day they're still documenting. Yeah, actually I was on Google Images under uh, Bear Like Monster so I could kinda see what some of them might look like and actually it's a screenshot from a new a news station. It says Utah filmmaker is making Bear Lake Monster documentary news at five. Oh wow! Which you know, it, it, it could be uh, a case of because uh, you know the, there's a lot of mythological things behind the fact that some people can make up like a creature, and if you talk about it enough and enough people get to believe it. Then it oh, starts yeah, like to become mass real. Hysteria. Yeah, and so you know, this could be a case could of that. Be. I mean, I honestly, uh, I'm in the firm belief that there might still be like dinosaurs that were like low enough to survive like the fallout. So I think 100%. they may still exist in areas. And you gotta remember, you know. Salt Lake City may have been way different back in like you know prehistoric times, so it could have been even stuck in that lake, you know, without an ability to go yeah. anywhere else where it may have been able to freely swim prior to. Um, yeah, but a lot of the pictures they 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 look like a dinosaur to me, man. Like that's what I was saying. It looks like that type of do- uh dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, so, so it looks like what uh, not, Nessie not, is? Not necessarily like Nessie, but like... Um... Oh, I'll get you. A real yeah. scary looking one. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there's there's one that kind of... There's a dino... Like I said, in Jurassic World, the one that jumps out the water and eats the giant whale. It, it kind of uh-huh. looks like that kind of dinosaur. That would be fucking terrifying. Well, I mean, maybe it's not that big, but I'm saying, like, it looks like that type of dinosaur. (laughs) You gotta remember, everything in Jurassic World was genetically modified, so I'm sure they genetically modified that dinosaur to be fucking massive. I wouldn't blame them, you know, or I would... Not that I wouldn't blame them, but, like, I would understand that they would do that because, you know, they did a raptor T-Rex fuse. That's true. (laughs) But yeah, uh, the fun episode of the of crypt on um, cryptids. Uh, next week we'll be back to uh, doing uh, doing one th- th- that I really could come to enjoy, and that's our our creepy yes, sir. I will be uh, bringing y'all a nice spooky story to tell. Hopefully, this time it won't be like an hour long plus read. Um, and if it's a short one, yeah, all, that, as always, Kyle and I will kind of throw another one in there. That way, you know, you guys will, you know, get get the get the content y'all want, you know. Yeah, and I believe uh, if we once we change it, we may be doing a yes, one that is a two-parter. Yes. Uh, Possibly, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to read and discuss if we want to do that, but. That that's what we're looking at right now, and it's gonna be a two-parter uh, yeah. about a, a creepy pasta called Cheesy's World. 
yeah so um as always uh thank you guys for listening um anything else you want to do anybody you want to give a shout out to before we go oh uh, as always uh you know check out uh check out uh, uh my good friend and teddy's wife cc's podcast the yes. screen queens on uh you know, find them on any of your uh major podcast platforms and on twitter at scream queens 85 uh you can find us on twitter at f f b t c podcast uh you know hit, hit us up there uh give us a follow like our content whatever and uh if you you know enjoyed listening to me i also have a horror podcast called the trick-or-treaters podcast you can find us on twitter at trick-or-treat pod and i'd really appreciate you anybody listening who hasn't checked it out absolutely check it go out. check out his stuff it's and good. Uh, it's good stuff him and jr do a lot of good work on there thank you thank you and yeah just uh just uh check out uh Check out all those great podcasts. And, uh, yeah, you, uh, you can find me at CuzCats1989 on Twitter. Um, I'm also a on and off again Twitch streamer. Um, you can find me there under CuzCats89. Um, if you want to uh, see me play a whole plethora of games, including World of Warcraft and League of Legends, you can... Uh, you know, go go in, you know, like and or possibly subscribe. Uh, but yeah, shout out to uh, Screen Queens. They always do good work. Shout out to my beautiful wife who edits these episodes uh, for us. Yes. Shout out to her because she's snoring really loudly right now because <laughs> she's asleep <laughs> and I'm recording in the same room. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. All right. Well, glad to step forward. Thanks everybody for uh, checking us out. And though all of you who've who've taken time to check us out, we really appreciate it. And we hope you've enjoyed what you've us to. We hope you just continue on uh, with us through this uh, amazing journey that we have finally yeah, uh, started. And even if we have just a small few listeners, that's okay too. Because you want to know why. That's like sharing a ghost exactly. story with a couple of close friends. I appreciate every one of y'all. Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah, I uh, hope everyone has a great night, morning, afternoon, whatever time zone it is you're listening to. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, just have a good have a good week, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. We're back talking about creepypasties. Bye! Bye! Thank you.